We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. We are live for real this time with the right tweet and the right information and the right everything else. Uh, this is the Field of 68 Best Bets live stream. If you're listening to this in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, it is the Field of 68 Best Bets podcast. My name is Rob Doster. That other guy you see over there and the other voice that you're going to hear on this feed is the one and only Jeff Goodman. We are here to break down tonight's college basketball slate. Uh, there are three games that I'm interested in uh, getting some action on. Uh, before we get into that, though, Jeff, I got to ask you, yeah, what were you thinking betting on Arizona State last night? I tried to tell you. You did. You San did. Diego State is yeah. really good. I tried to tell you about Marcus Bagley and the injury. No, and no, it was the number. It. it was all those 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 crazy numbers you threw at me that confused me. They threw me off, and I and I and I just said the hell with it. Uh, I'm going the other way, and, and I went the other way, and I regret it now. Uh, I, I'm. My faith is in Brian Dutcher now. So I'm, I'm good. San Diego State, Jordan uh, Shackle, um, Matt Mitchell. Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not screwing around. But how about this? So I didn't watch a second of that game last night. Not one second. You know why? Why? Because we went out for dinner at our favorite spot here in Charleston. And I probably consumed more food than I have in the last year. We ordered uh, two shrimp and grits and rack of lamb. I'm telling you, I had – one and a half of the shrimp and grits and probably three quarters of the rack of lamb. And then we had, of course, you know me, a banana cream pie for dessert. So, uh, of which I, I, I took down probably uh, 90% of that as well. So tough, it's a tough out. life you're living. It, it's a very tough life you're living going on vacation <laughs> in the middle of December while we're starting to trying to get a business going. So that's why you didn't respond to any of the texts or the Nothing. emails or the Zoom no, calls. I was out. out. Oh. I'm cold. Good, good. That's good. Good to know. But you know what? Know. It, it was so worth it. It was the best damn meal. Uh, place called Snob here in 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 Charleston. Uh, Actually, that I'm, makes a lot of sense. For Jeff texted me at like five thirty this morning, so it, it was because he probably passed out at eight o'clock and was ready to go. I was trying to get to the game, and uh, yeah, just didn't make it. Just didn't make it. But uh, it was like I said. Uh, worth it. We're going to do halls tomorrow night. We got a spot at mm -hmm. hall. You know halls? No, I don't know anything about Charleston. I've never best been. steak place. Best steak place, period. Uh, they have one in Greenville also. So my wife and I last year uh, went when we went to – I took her for her, uh, her for her birthday to a Clemson game. Well, to Greenville 
for a few days and we went to a Clemson football game, but we went to Halls there. Uh, I've got a great story. I can't share of two referees last year uh, at Halls here in Charleston um, throwing. So you're telling you can't you can't tell story that's story. I can tell them. I'm not going to say on the podcast. Okay, I'll tell okay. the story. I just right, will do not it. need do the referees. And basically, uh, we're, we're having a few uh, at, at halls last year when I'm down here for the Charleston Classic, and uh, we walk out of the late. You know, it's probably one in the morning or something, and we walk out of halls, and they grab. There's this big, huge container with these big jelly beans, the mammoth jelly beans. And they, they take like handfuls. And I'm like, what are they doing? And uh, we get out in the street, King Street, which is the big street in Charleston. You know, it's kind of dead, like not a lot of people walking around, but but some. And they start humming them at each other. And uh, and then the next night we did it again. And this time I took a handful of jelly beans so I could, I could fight back. And uh, so two of us are on one side of the street. One of the refs is on the other side. We're humming it at them. And we hit a car next to him. And the guy gets out of his car and is ready to kick the living crap out of this uh, the one unnamed official. And uh, we didn't try to help him at all. Like, if the guy had kicked the shit out of him, like, so be it. We, we, were, we were not going to come to his defense. That's it? Are you done? Are you done telling yeah. stories now about yeah. your life in Charleston? Where are you That's moving? It. All right. Yeah. Let's talk about tonight's slate. Um okay. The first game that I want to discuss is uh, Iowa State at Iowa. That total is 159. That line is Iowa State plus 14. Kempom has it plus 11, so I think there's a little bit of value on the Iowa State side. But that's not where I'm going to be, but I'm going to let you go first before we get into this. Um, I don't have a great feel for this Iowa State-Iowa deal, to be honest. I mean, Iowa State's not very good, Rob. Uh, but it is one of those, again, it's it's – it's, you know, it's a grudge game, right? So, like, normally I say take the points. And this one, I'm worried. I'm just worried because, man, Iowa could go on one of their spurts and beat them by 30 and run it up on them because it is that that uh, rivalry-type game. So, I'm, I'm, I don't have a good feel. I'm staying away. Yeah, so I don't have a good feel on the side in that one either. Um, I, I, I understand the logic for wanting to take plus 14 in a rivalry game where Ken Palm says that it should be plus 11. Uh, there's value there. I don't think I'm going to try to, to capitalize on that. For me, the play is the over. And the reason for that is both of these teams uh, play uh, – their offensive possessions are um, top 40 in, in average possession length. So they both want to play fast. They both want to get up and down the floor. They're both looking to get quick shots. And they both really struggle at stopping what the other team does well. The way to beat Iowa is to have guards that can beat you off the dribble – uh, off the bounce, get into the paint that can operate in ball screens. Iowa State has Rasir Bolton, Tyler Harris, and Jalen Coleman Lance. Uh, they have three really good guards that can play off the bounce that aren't really guys that are going to knock down three. So they they can do what you have to do to be able to beat Iowa. On the other hand, Iowa's got this guy, um, what's his name? Lucas something or other, who's like pretty good. Yeah. And Iowa and he's State. He's coming off a bad game. He's coming off a subpar game. So you don't think they're going to get him the ball? Well, yeah, I mean, that's part of it, too. And um, what we saw against North Carolina is what happens when you throw too much attention at Luca Garza. You leave all of these shooters open. So uh, two teams that play fast, two teams that really match up well with each other defensively. Uh, to, I'm sorry, offensively, um, I think is just 
the perfect game to bet the over. So, yeah, yeah I'll be on the over in this spot. I think that's the play. Um, Villanova, Georgetown. Uh, Villanova, I think, given about, what, 11 and a half? Mm-hmm. Last, 11 and a half. 11 and a half. Georgetown stinks. They're not good, bro. They're not good. I mean, Villanova, I just think once they get going on all cylinders, which they're not quite there, but they're pretty close again. And uh, I think they're, they're, they're healthy other than a couple of guys, Brian Antoine, who knows if he'll even play this season. But they don't even need him. They don't need him. They got enough dudes. Uh, I just don't see Georgetown staying within a dozen points of, of Villanova. I don't. The thing that I'm worried about there is that I think people have this misconception that Villanova plays fast. They don't. They want to play slow. They want to go possession by possession. They want to walk it up. They want to take like 20, 25 seconds off the clock and get a good shot. Now, they'll put up a lot of points. Yeah, and they can put up a lot of points because they can really shoot. They're really good offensively. They're really efficient. Uh, But it's not like they're playing fast. So I'm worried about that many points in in that – like a Big East game on the road when Villanova has not – like they really haven't clicked yet this year. There's going to be a game where they explode, but they really haven't clicked it this year. So I was looking at that. Like, there, there's no way that I'm going to be on Georgetown in this spot. Right. But I'm just – I'm worried about the pace that Villanova plays and the way that they play offensively. So, if I, like, if I was going to be on someone to be Villanova, but that's a that's a pure stay away from me. For, uh, from me. Um, how about this one? I, I got a good one for you. Uh, you were tweeting today about teams that are, that are playing their first game. Yeah, yeah. Milwaukee. Right. Playing their first game, coming back. They were in quarantine until I believe it was December sixth. Uh, that would have been what five days ago, Monday, right. I guess, maybe Sunday. So they basically had one week of practice um, since getting out of quarantine, and they're going up against a really bad Kansas State team that lost to was it Fort Worth, an zero three Division three program. Um, so I like the under here. I don't want to be like I'll. The process says fade Milwaukee in the spot, right? But the process also says fade Kansas State because they're fucking terrible. So I know, but but I, I like Kansas State a lot here. I like him a lot. I think they're going to take out. They, they got to be so embarrassed right now. Mm-hmm. And Bruce Weber, listen, as as bad as the talent may be, Bruce Weber still can coach his ass off. There's no way they're going to. You don't think he coaches? Bruce Weber's a pretty darn good coach. He is. He's he's had his moments. Um, I think Bruce he's had good seasons. I'll here's here's my care. thing. Yeah, yeah. But so my take on my my uh, you know top down take on Bruce Weber is that he's had really good years, uh, really bad, but, and really bad ones. Yeah. And I don't know exactly what to make of that. Like when when Kansas State is really good, they're really really good. When he had all of those dudes at Illinois, like he had that thing. Uh, or all of Bill Self's dudes at Illinois, like he he had a very very good team. He could he could do a lot with it. Um, so I think when he has the pieces that he wants and he knows what to do with them, he yeah. can use them very effectively. I think when he has situations where he doesn't really know what he has and he's trying to figure it out, like maybe not as much. So, um, but to your point, I think this is a great spot because. Uh, you know, it's a buy low spot. They they just lost to a Division two team. Everybody saw that. Um, but my thing is this, right? Milwaukee's going to have no legs. We've seen all of these teams that come out of quarantine play well for a half and then die in the second half. So that could certainly happen with Kansas State. The one thing I would say is that 
the way that Milwaukee plays is like really aggressive man to man where they're trying to force turnovers. Um, they they were second nationally. How about this, Jeff? They were second nationally last year in defensive possessions that ended in isolations, which means they make you beat them one-on-one, more or less, because they take away a lot of passes. They don't let you run your stuff. Yep. They make you beat them one-on-one, um, and they force a lot of turnovers. Kansas State turns the ball over a ton. Kansas State does not have a lot of dudes that can go out and beat you in isolation and get you a bucket one-on-one. So uh, in a game that is this low scoring, where I don't That's think Kansas State – 134. 134. Actually, yeah. sorry. It's 132.5. Now, I got it at 135, 134 uh, as I was prepping for this podcast. Um, I would still take the under there. I would take it all the way down to 131. Uh, but to me, it's just you know a low-scoring game. Uh, nine and a half points is a lot of points for a team that does not match up well offensively for what Milwaukee wants to do. That said, if I was going to be on someone in this game, it would be Kansas State. For all of the reasons you just laid out, I just like the under in the spot a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. All right, my, my pick of the day, Rob. What's that? Murray State, given three, after John Morant came after me on the last one. I, my dumbass picked Austin P in the preseason top 50. And uh, not only did Murray State blast Austin P, who has the best player in the OVC in Terry Taylor, and also the best NBA prospect in Jordan Adams. Um, but – they beat him by 30. I mean, yeah, they, it was bad. they trashed, trashed him. So uh, I'm, I'm going to lay the three points against a Southern Illinois team uh, that ha- they, they dealt with a quarantine not long ago, so they missed some time. Uh, Brian Mullins, their head coach, is getting out of, got out of quarantine, so uh, his brother Brendan replaced him while he was out. But, uh, yeah, again, I, I don't want to take the wrath of John Moran again on Twitter, so I'm – I'm going full all in with the racers in this uh, given three. <laughs> That's not bad. Um, the the one that I really like, and I think my favorite bet of the day, is UCLA minus four and a half at home against Marquette. Uh, Johnny Juzani is back. He played 19 minutes against San Diego. Say the name again. Say the name Johnny, Johnny Juzang. Yeah, but the way you said it was kind of like cool. What, what did I, I say? It like had a little bit of a ring to it. Johnny Juzang. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never do that again. I'm sorry. For I don't know. It sounded better the first time. All right. So Johnny Juzang is uh, he's back. Played on Wednesday. Played 19 minutes. Jalen Hill. He's back. Has played the last three games. Is averaging nine points and eight boards in those three games. Uh, I saw John Rothstein tweet something about how Jalen Hill is a difference maker for UCLA. So if that makes any difference in your in your analysis when it comes to breaking down UCLA, there yeah. you go. Um, I do think that Jalen Hill is an important piece for them uh, because of his size and his athleticism. Um, and having Juzang back means you can kind of go to that that kind of three-wing lineup, which I think you need to go up against the Marquette team. Um, so we have UCLA at full strength. And me, UCLA at full strength is a team that belongs in the conversation for top 20. Uh, we're all, we were all down on them after that loss to San Diego State. They were missing two starters and playing on the road against a team that just kicked Arizona State's ass last night. So it's not like that is a terrible loss. They went to three overtimes with Pepperdine without two starters playing in a neutral court. Pepperdine, pretty good. Might have two pros on that roster, Colby Ross and Kessler Edwards. So uh, I, I think UCLA is in a good high-low spot here. Uh, and the only thing that really concerns me about the Bruins is – the way that Mick Cronin wants to play defense is like kind of force you to shoot a lot of threes, right? Marquette 
shooting on the season, 37% from three, which is top 40 in the country. But if you drill down a little bit against high major opponents in their two games against Oklahoma State and Wisconsin, they're 13 for 43 from three. So they made a lot of their threes against shitty teams. I think that you game you take contested threes. I think they'll make Marquette take tough contested threes. I'm never going to bet on a team where DJ Carton is the point guard. And so here we are. Let's go Bruins. All right, all right. There you go. That was a good, uh, good little spiel to uh, to to give you a case on that one. I'm going to go. My last one is uh, St. Mary's, given 19 against San Jose State. San Jose State uh, absolutely stinks. Uh, they've only played a game because of regulations in their county. Uh, St. Mary's has already played six games. They've got a guy named Randy Bennett. If you haven't heard of him, coaching the Gales. And uh, yeah, he's pretty damn good. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lay the 19 there and uh, feel pretty good about it. Yep. The only other thing that I'll say is that Fairfield is is favored on Ken Palm right now, right? Over Rick Patino. Over Rick Patino on Ken Palm, he's favored. The line, the line has gone all the way to Fairfield plus four and a half. So let me ask you this: How many points would you need on Fairfield? to take them against Rick Pitino and Iona at home, at home, mind you, at home. Um, listen, the Jay Young-Rick Pitino coaching matchup is a heavyweight battle, okay, heavyweight battle. The only thing I would say is uh, two transfers for Jay Young, Zach Chrysler and Jake Wojcik, uh, both ruled ineligible, both waiting till next week, hopefully, to be cleared. So Jay Young's without two of his top players right now uh, that are in limbo. Um, I don't know, man. I, I'd stay away. I, I just, you know, I don't have a feel for 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 the other Slick Rick's team yet at Iona. I mean, it, mm-hmm. not really Slick Rick because the ultimate. Yeah, it, it's almost wrong to even refer to him that way. There's only one Slick Rick, and he resides in uh, in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, I I don't love it. I don't love it. Yeah, it's it's without the transfer, it's a tough spot. It's the same thing as uh, I was looking at Georgia Southern. Their their line does not match up with Ken Palm, uh, but their their best player, the point guard, uh, the transfer from UAB, is going to miss at least one more game that he'll be out. So that is uh, a reason to stay away from them. But that's all I got. Goodman, you got anything else? No, I got my four: Villanova, K State, Murray State is my pick of the day, and uh, St. Mary's. Those are my four. Uh, what do you got? You got UCLA. You got the Kansas State under. And Iowa State, Iowa over. You love yourself a good favorite. You love those favorites. Yeah, well, they've been coming in a, a lot of them this year. I bet you if you tracked it this year, we thought there'd be a whole lot more upsets than there have been so far. And I think a big part of that is you have the haves and the have-nots in the preseason. And think about all the testing and the resources and everything for the high majors. And a lot of the low majors, too, when they quarantine, they got to stay in for 14 days where – the Pac-12 and, and, and the Big uh, Ten, no, Big yeah, Big Ten, they can test out of it. They can yeah. test out of the quarantine, and they're not in there for 14 days necessarily. They can test out because they test every single day. So I, I do think that gives the high majors an advantage, and that's why we're not seeing more. We really haven't seen a ton of big-time upsets. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's every reason that you just mentioned. Um, you know, we talked about what happened with Long Beach State, a couple of episodes ago, but it's it's 
that was that that story that you told is not something that only happened at Long Beach State. We could right. probably okay. just leave it at that. So yep. as always, please rate, review, subscribe to the podcast if you are listening to this on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And remember, homefieldapparel.com, officially licensed, independently owned, collegiate athletic gear. They mine all of the old logos of all of your old favorite programs. I ordered a ton of stuff. I ordered a bunch of stuff the other day. You know, you know what happened? You know what happened, Goodman? Go it might take you. It might take you a while to get it because they partnered with us, and all of a sudden they got this huge rush over Thanksgiving. Like the day after Thanksgiving, really? Homefield Apparel had like their best day ever, and that was what two days after they partnered with us. It couldn't have been Black Friday that did that. Well, it had to have been their association with the Field of '68 and Rob Doster and Jeff Goodman. So I am taking full credit for Homefield right, Apparel having their best day of all time. Here's what I, I told Connor. I told Connor that I'm taking full credit for it. Buddy, here, you want to know what I ordered, Rob? What'd you order? I went to town here a little bit. Now, it'll be waiting for me, hopefully, when I get home in about nine days. But uh, Baylor Bears hoodie. Yukon uh, nice. vintage hoodie. I know you yeah, like that one. buddy. Right? I know yeah. you like that one. Creighton, a Creighton uh, T-shirt and a San Diego State uh, T-shirt. Yes, yeah, San Diego State. They got really good San Diego State stuff, um, and also like the their Tulane T-shirts. They got these old like Green Wave logos, but Tulane. Really? Yeah, they, I'll, I'll, I'll for Yeah, yeah. Tweet at me if you want to see it, and I'll send you a picture of the one that I'm right. talking about on Twitter. Like it's it's so it's so good, dude. Perfect. Perfect. I love those. I love those old logos they have. Like I'm not I'm not kidding. Like the, yes, they're paying us, and yes, they're a sponsor, and yes, we have oh, a, a business relationship. That. But that company's fucking awesome, man. I love those guys. No, well, I could wear something from them every single day. Something yes. like in those hoodies are perfect. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, I've said this on the street before, like, okay, we're, we're going like, we'll, we'll end this in a second. But the best thing about their t-shirts is you don't get like the turkey neck and you don't get like the saggy arm and you can wash them and you can dry them and you can take them out of the dryer. And you know how sometimes when you do that with a new t-shirt, it gets all floppy and loose at the bottom. Yeah. It, doesn't, it doesn't happen with those t-shirts, man. People I don't can know see, do. Rob, people can see how ripped I am in those t-shirts. That's what it comes down to. Oh yeah, I mean that's the best part about it is it makes Goodman look like he actually is in shape. There you go. <laughs> it makes me look like I didn't have two stripping grits back in Lamb last night. And, oh, and, 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 and pudding. Uh, this, so this stream went off the rails. <laughs> All uh, right, Jeffrey. All right, uh, happy betting, everybody. Let's get some winners. Homefieldapparel.com. Field of sixty-eight promo code twenty percent off. Peace. The headlines remind us daily: the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.